I feel like sex is gross, right? Like, I feel like sex is the, the least weird thing that humans can do. Like, it's mm. beautiful or whatever, but it's it's icky. The, the weird, least weird thing that humans can do is die. I don't know if that's weird. Isn't that natural? Yeah. I, I imagine sex being warm. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Guys, welcome to the Up for Discussion podcast. <laughs> the final episode of 2015. I saw, I saw it recorded too, and I was like, this is going to be on no. the podcast. <laughs> oh, okay, are we actually doing that? Is yeah, that the we're start? doing this. We're no. doing this. All right. Oh, my goodness. Guys, welcome to Up for Discussion, the only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the order we talk about them. I am your sweet little bluebird host, Tom Zalatnai. Oh, yeah. Sweet. I am your large and in charge, obnoxious person, Tim. Hi. I'm your sweet little new bird, Simon Peltier. Oh, new, fuck. New bird? Yeah. As in uh, the blue bird and the new bird. Oh, yeah. One is gone, one is not. That's, one uh, yeah. is here to stay. A blue bird in the hand is worth two in, the in your mouth. And who's uh, who's this fourth person there's with a, us? There's a guy there. Who's number four? <laughs> what is that person? I'm the bird that just came here because there was food. Uh, I'm Julian. <laughs> yeah, I, used to, I used to hang out with Tom a lot, but... We had a we had a split. We had a divorce. Yeah, it was no. a weird divorce. The yeah. sister was involved. I feel like that tends to happen with Tom. Weird you, divorces. Yeah, weird divorces. Like I, I don't know, you and I had a weird divorce at one point. We did. Yeah. 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 I'm a hard person to stay married to when you're a man. Yeah, me I too. believe that C.S. Lewis wrote a book about you, and it's called Strange Divorce, <laughs> The Great Divorce. <laughs> <laughs> it's called C.S. Lewis wrote a book. It's called It's Hard to Be Married to a Woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you would know. <laughs> he was. He never had any long marriages to men. You know, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As far as I know, I mean, he did hung, hang out with Tolkien a whole lot. Mm. Just stayed in that bar. You know what they said about Tolkien? Did they? What did they say about Tolkien? Put him in a pinball Soup's machine. Soup's gay. Oh yeah, just the gayest. They did. Who are, who are they? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he. I don't know. Those elves are pretty effeminate, I guess. And they were his perfect race. So yeah, yeah, I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of super gay, Julian. What the? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? So uh, this is a, the- <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> so this is the the end of 2015, as you might have noticed. If no one's told you yet, the you know the the, the ball's gonna be dropping pretty soon on all of us, <laughs> and uh, you know we're gonna t- we're gonna we're gonna spend so some mature. time on this podcast, taking a little look back Ooh. into the past. Spooky. The 2015. Yeah. What is it? Well, okay. What whoa, time whoa, is it? Whoa, 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 whoa. Made it seem as if like 2015 was this big, scary year. It was. It's spooky looking back into the past. You don't yeah. know what you're going to find. I don't know. I was the looking pa- back. Well, actually, you know exactly what you're going to find. No, you don't. The it's past the has past. dark secrets. No, it's not. If you knew what you were going to find in the past, you wouldn't need to look. Look, here's the thing. If we're looking back into the past like 20 years ago, yeah. okay, that's fine. We were like two, three years old, respectively. Well, Tom's an old fart, so I don't know how old he was. But Tom still. was 76. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Ago. Hold on. How old? How old do you think I am? <laughs> I was gonna say what? Twenty three. Oh dear. Uh, no, well, we can keep that fantasy. Tim is forty six. You're twenty six, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. Twenty six. Yeah. Oh, I was close. You're twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. Man, youngins. You're the young one. I yeah. like Julian's the, the young one. <laughs> okay, but yeah, like twenty years ago, back when yeah, I was 20, six. Yeah, exactly. But like, I mean, if you're looking back in the last three hundred sixty five days, that's almost as easy as looking back through your Instagram feed. Um, oh, true. Do, I don't like, know. Do well, my, my my Instagram feed does not go back to. Like, I start. I started being on Instagram. Okay. What about what somewhere. about a fa- what about Facebook? What about real people? 
I <laughs> Facebook <laughs> Facebook offered me. It did that thing like, "Hey, do you want to see your year in review?" And I looked at it, and it was thoroughly boring. Oh yeah, uh-huh. like this yeah. Year, <laughs> well, this year's year in review in comparison to years past. I remember like one year yeah. Facebook did it. And they made like this cute little video where they just took all these photos. This year they just was they were just really lazy and they just like, all right, here's four photos. Just look back at your yeah. stupid year. Yeah, and my, my four photos were like at the top of my Instagram and I was like, Well, people can just go to my Instagram and see that. I, I don't, don't need to I don't know. Here I'm are done. the last four things you did in twenty fifteen. <laughs> A retrospective. Yeah. Did did you guys did you guys all do that twenty fifteen best nine thing on Instagram? No, I did, I did and it was all I I, I Okay. That's, yeah. Best nine, like so. Best nine holes of golf. It's an app online where it uh, it scans your Instagram to see what photos you've posted in the past year that gotten the most likes, ah. like the top nine, mm-hmm. and then post them as like a grid so you can share it. Mine are yeah. just all going to be Canada's smartest person. Probably, Probably yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it just the photos, or does it do like videos too? Uh, it Probably does photos. videos too. Actually, oh really? really? Yeah, I think so. Because there was one on mine that like didn't look like a photo. It looked like a video I took of uh, of like the podcast. Because probably all of mine will be Canada's Smartest Person or like acapella app things. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah. That'd be fun, I guess, if I want to see a whole lot of my face in boxes because right. I never see that. You could see nine times as much as usual. Well, not... Um, yeah, yeah, sure. Just smaller. Sure, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yours oh. was mostly CTV stuff. Uh, Mostly, yeah, anything that had to do with me in a suit. Yeah. Seven of the nine nice. photos were me in a suit, whether it was CTV stuff. You look good in a suit. Stuff. Thank you. Uh, CTV, Sportsnet stuff, and the two other photos... There was one, I was at a Concordia Singers football game, and I was trying to eat a coffee crisp, and a friend of mine <laughs> took a photo of me as I was staring at said coffee crisp. Right. And Why, Wait, what do you mean you were trying to eat a coffee that's crisp? That's what they call native advertisement. <laughs> really? I don't no. know. No, that's not, that's not we, what they we, call Are we getting paid by coffee crisp? Yeah, no. guys, buy a coffee crisp today. Yes. Give it to a friend. Give it to a fam. Give it to friend. Post Instagrams. Coffee crisps. <laughs> oh, there's our check. I'll expect yeah. that in the mail. Yep. Wow, I I love that we got paid to do that. Yeah, That's great. speaking of getting paid to do things, patreon.com slash up for discussion. Support Go. the show. If you Woo. pay fifteen dollars, we'll plant a tree for you. And if you pay if you pledge two dollars, I'll send you a picture of my man bun. If you pay twenty five dollars, then the, 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 I, I will clarify the picture's autographed, not my man bun. Can I autograph your man bun? I mean you can try. Yeah. Like if, w- like with I, with like dye or like bleach, and then you could have my please name. Not, please not. Use Can I autograph your man your buns hair. with bleach? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> or with, like, can I autograph your man buns with like hair remover? Mm. Just oh. so. You you if, do have enough hair that I think it would work. I'm a hairy, hairy little boy. You're, You're a hairy, hairy man. So go to Patreon.com/slash up for discussion and Tom, uh, give us money. Tom, here's what you should do: you should call up Alicia Zvichwich. Mm-hmm. Ask her if you can help her out with beard bangs, mm-hmm. and then you can be a Harry Potter. Oh, oh snap. snap. Oh, that was the best that, pun of that, 2015. That, a retrospective. Whoa. That joke's kind of lost on me. Sorry. Uh, beard bangs were our first sponsors on the show. Oh, yes, cool. yeah, and they are a pottery yeah. company. It's a, it's, it's a friend Sorry. of ours who makes, uh, makes some cool pottery stuff. Yep. Yep. They make yep. planters that are shaped like cats. They're cute. Yeah. 
and stuff. Cool. Yeah, I think they were featured on like HuffPost or something. Yeah, they've been all over the place. They're in a bunch yeah. of things. They but they don't like sponsor a- us anymore, so no free shout-outs. Coffee Chris. Yeah, just like Coffee Chris. We never talk about anything we're not paid to talk about here. Yeah. No, yeah. no never. I'm no, not even paid to talk about Tom. He doesn't exist. Instead of supporting our friend, let's support a big evil corporation. Let's Coffee Crisp is might be sustainable free range. You don't Coffee know. Coffee Crisp is owned by Nestle, and Nestle is arguably the worst corporation they out there They feed right their now. coffee beans only the finest scraps, and they bathe them twice a day in milk. I'll tell you what. Coffee Crisp is no O. Henry. Tell you that. Oh mm-hmm. snap! Mm-hmm. Oh, we're getting. Uh, oh, Henry is. Uh, oh, Henry's definitely up there. Getting a few. Although I do, here. I will be honest. I do like me a coffee crisp. Hmm? Coffee crisp is uh, like I don't eat coffee crisp as much as I as much as I think I should. All right, let's talk <laughs> well, about I, best I, chocolate bars of 2015. I guess yeah. if you get past <sighs> the whole Nestle thing, guys. What was yeah. the best chocolate bar experience you had in 2015? I'll tell you the weirdest chocolate bar experience I had in 2015. What was, was the weirdest I, chocolate bar experience you've ever had in 2015? It was oh. when I found out that Amer- me, American Kit Kats are not made by the same company as Canadian Kit Kats. And they what? taste totally different. What are they? They're made by Hershey, and so they taste like Hershey chocolate. And it's bizarre Whoa. because, like, like, uh, like, Americans don't know what a proper Kit Kat tastes like. Hmm. And to be honest, it wasn't nearly as good. Well, to an American, we don't know what a proper Kit Kat look, tastes. Look, tastes. But Americans are wrong. CJLO. CJLO. <laughs> <laughs> they are Americans are below us what? and therefore inferior. So we are right. Did yeah. that happen before we started recording? Yes, it might it did. have. Okay, so before we started recording, I tried to read Julian's shirt, and I just I did that thing where I can't words properly. Yeah. Um, so, so Julian, can you explain what CJLO.com is? Because I don't actually know. Yeah, who the hell are you? Why are you here? <laughs> CJLO is a radio station set up at Concordia University at the Loyola campus. Ah. Uh, you know, anyone can come through and, and get like a you know a radio show. I mean, I have a radio show. Any I mean, like even people who have no affiliation with Concordia whatsoever. Uh, yeah, it's 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 totally happened where, you know, anyone who doesn't have affiliation with the school, they could sign up and be like, hey, you know, I want to have a show. They go through training, obviously. I think if you're not affiliated with the school, you're a member or like you're a student, you have to pay a fee. Uh, but Hey, guys, want to put this show on the air? Whoa. That could, could be cool. That might be interesting. You yeah, could. Just like a talk show. We could do it at like yeah. three in the morning. Uh, I'm less interested when you say three <laughs> in the morning. So, yeah. Julian, what do you do at CJLO? I am the co-host and producer of The Starting Rotation, which Sweet. airs uh, every Thursday, 11 to 1. Uh, it's a sports radio show. Uh, out of that, Outside of that, I, do, uh, I write news copy for their news team. I uh, used nice. to read uh, the news for them, but uh, I'll, I'll say this to you guys now: as of uh, next semester, I will not be doing that. Because okay. Ah. No. Yeah. Into bigger and Why? better things. Uh, more like I just need sleep, dude. Because uh, no. I keep running around doing stuff. So yeah, do that. Just stop. Sleep. Sleep is good. Sleep is pretty. Good. Radio is not going anywhere. Sleep is for the week. Partying is for the weekend. I mean, your bed's not going anywhere either. <laughs> <laughs> Partying know. is for the weekend, like the artist the weekend yeah like haven't you heard him every song is like you know i took so many drugs and then slept with so many women he but i sound like michael blowing, jackson look how talented i am at doing those two things look at my hair too yeah yeah that uh, I, mean, I, I, I didn't realize you were speaking as him. about his hair right <laughs> what <laughs> i didn't realize you were speaking as the weekend just now hair. and i was like you don't sound like michael jackson and you have <laughs> no hair 
Screw yeah. this weekend guy. I sound like Michael Jackson. <laughs> but 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 on the real though, the weekend actually sounds like Michael Jackson. It does. I, it it's, can. It's very. I feel like it's like it's very intentional. Like I feel I feel like in the in his past albums, people were like, you know, you kind of sound like Michael Jackson yep. with your voice. And he was like, screw it, I'm Michael Jackson now. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. Ex- when he when he dropped. Uh, I can't feel my face. I remember at CJLO, I was co-hosting this friend show. It was his music show, and I just happened to come across. Uh, can't feel my face mm. and i was like oh snap like this 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 like dropped like today i should play it and then like i played the song on air and i was like well he's he's he's, he's gone and done it he's gonna be michael <laughs> jackson he is yeah. going to go for that route which is like i mean that's okay with me honestly because michael jackson doesn't isn't around anymore to make stuff mm-hmm. so like we need a michael jackson in the world <clears throat> mj gone that's cool and and i guess to to keep up with the whole year in review thing i mean Oh, are we doing that now? Well, I don't yeah, know. I, I guess mean... we're talking about we're, we're reviewing the year. Have we? Have we have... Year, why not? But... I hadn't realized we transitioned into that. Well, no, I just we don't really need transitions here. Our whole life is a segue. Kind of loose. Mm, yeah, loose. as in it doesn't Spe- really have any content. It just speaking goes from of one segues, thing to thing. Re- year in review, hoverboards. Right. Okay, uh, hold on. Julian was talking about a thing. Uh, I was just gonna say that, like, like I had a great segue. Oh no, <laughs> we can talk about <laughs> our best segue experiences. <laughs> best segue experiences of 2015. Did you guys see Mike Tyson fall on a hoverboard? <laughs> I did. So good. That was fun. hilarious. But with 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 the weekend, I mean, the, that album he had this year. I forget. Like, wow, it's Beauty Behind the Madness. Beauty Behind the Madness. Yeah, yeah, it was a pretty good album. I mean, yeah, it was. not like a top ten album for me, but I mean, still pretty good. I mean, his last album before. I didn't like it as much, but yeah. he, he it's very clear he's going the pop route. It's very clear he's no longer this under, underground, obscure, unmainstream guy. He's embraced the mainstream. Yeah. He's embraced all of these other artists who are up there trying to get try to pop the charts. And now you, you're looking at look at speaking of charts. I mean, you look at a point where he's at the top. Drake's at the, Drake's at the top. Justin Bieber's at the top. Canada's doing Canada, well. man. We are doing That's well for true. ourselves. Is the weekend Canadian? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I have no idea. It's from the really? T, the T dot, the six. Yeah. Oh. Whatever, yeah. with his woes. Yeah, huh. That's a get a little bit. We of need a Drake segment. Whoa, this. whoa. We, we need what just happened? Oh yeah, let's do a dance party. Yeah. I don't know how much of this we can legally play at once. <laughs> Probably about six seconds. I totally hear the Michael Jackson now. Whoa. I never heard yeah. it before. You didn't. That was you, wild. You didn't realize that? Yeah, it's like it's pretty much just riffing off Michael Jackson. You, you should. But it's hear- only about two songs on the album. Like that and In the Night are like really hardcore Michael Jackson. But what did what, what did he do before he did pop? Uh, well, he was more R and B kind of. I don't want to say atmospheric, but more R and B, more drug heavy. You, like if you listen to his more three, drug heavy, that's, like, that yeah. would be difficult. I, I like I I don't know. I it's, this this album he, is basically still all usually. If you haven't heard is his first three mixtapes, uh, yeah. House of Balloons, Thursday, and Echoes of Silence. Those yeah. definitely a lot of part. Those are good. Of, House of Balloons was a really good Pixar movie. Yeah, that is one. It, was, it just the first five minutes just made up? me cry. That was also in 2015, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> guys, I did not see 2015 movies. No, that's true. Yeah, really? you, what, what was that text message you sent so, or a Facebook message? You yeah, so Tim and I were talking last night about movies that came out this year because we were like, oh yeah, like we're gonna have to talk about this tomorrow. And I realized I've only seen two movies that came out this year. Right, Spectre. Which yeah. I didn't like that much. It was not good. And Strange Magic, which, uh, which we talked about on the podcast last week. It's oh. a terrible like Lucasfilm oh, CG yeah. like musical thing. That was this year. Yeah. Oh man, it was from like January of, of this year. When you told me That's it was weird. Lucasfilm, I thought it was like the same era as like the Star Wars Christmas special or something. No, 
And wow. so it was just really bad. So I guess my favorite movie from this year was Spectre, but <laughs> not, not by a large margin. I really didn't like it. That's very, that's kind of unfortunate, actually. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I saw Star Wars. Okay. As did I. Yes. It was good. I saw it twice as well. I also I also saw The Martian and that was good. Is that the one with uh, Matt Matt Damon? Damon? It's another one where they retrieve Matt Damon back from a distant place. They've spent a lot of money on that. They've spent someone actually calculated it. They've spent about eight hundred billion dollars. Yeah. Saving Matt Damon over the course of his movies. Because he was Private Ryan. He was Private Ryan. He was in in Interstellar. They had to, like, most, the bulk of it comes from the Martian and Interstellar, where they had to build, like, whole big spaceships. Oh, right, right, right. right. You need to start. I thought you meant that the the budget for the Martian was at 100 billion, and I was like, that can't be right. (laughs) (laughs) Zimbabwe dollars. Which we, which equivalates to about we twenty dollars, yeah. twenty Canadian dollars. We could hire a coffee guy for a day. That was about it. <laughs> oh, man. To call it, I wish I could hire a coffee guy for a day. I mean, yeah. shout out one time to Simon for bringing me coffee like almost every week that yeah. we do this. Mm. But yeah, I mean, matcha latte is great. Shout out to it's matcha so latte. Nice. Yeah. yeah, they're good. I would they should let sponsor, them sponsor us. us. Yeah, yeah they should and sponsor us. shout out to Robert Mugabe for mad inflation. Oh bro. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's where i draw the line you, I, I'm, a, I'm not familiar about this do you want to talk so about it robert mugabe he's the, he's the pre- president dictator for life something of zimbabwe right wait, wait did it happen this year um <laughs> he still is he's still the guy supreme so, leader snoke of yeah. base I, hey spoiler alert segued back to star wars yeah <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I don't you know were what saying... a Snoke is. That's that website that disproves theories. Yeah, yeah. Snokes.com. Sorry, you were you were saying about Mugabe? Yeah, there's there's this Zimbabwean joke that's like because because everything in Zimbabwe is broken mm-hmm. and there's huge lines for everything. Um, so there's this joke that this guy's waiting in line to like get gas or something. He's been waiting for like you know weeks, and mm-hmm. so he's like, screw it, I'm just gonna go off and kill Robert Mugabe, and that'll solve our problems. Mm-hmm. And then so he tells his friend, okay, I'm off. See you in a bit. And then the friend waits, and a couple weeks later, the guy comes back, and and his friend goes, "Well, did you kill him?" And he said, "No, the line for that was even longer." <laughs> you, know, you know, Mugabe's like ninety-one years old. Yeah, it's crazy. that's a large age. I, he's been hanging on for a long time. Like he's been he's been there since like the sixties or something. Yeah, he's been there for a while. Yeah. I heard a story about, uh, and this did happen this year, what? about um, how like Mugabe like does like a speech every month or something at, okay. at the quote unquote parliament. And the, the the resistance the the resistance kept like, um you know like tweeting like sort of live tweeting and making fun of him and stuff and talking okay. about how much he's the worst. And there was there was one time there was one month uh, where he made a speech, again, and they were doing that. And then all of a sudden, everyone who was in the resistance who did that started receiving text messages and emails saying that like if you do if you do this again, we'll kill you, and Fun. we'll kill your family. And so they decided to not do it that at his next speech. So he comes up next month at his parliament. Word for word, the same speech he'd done the word the month before, the exact same one. Oh. And so there was this one, just badass. like, all right, cool, no worries. Like, no, it's not. He just didn't realize that it was oh. the same speech. He just like he just thought it was it was a new one. I because I guess he has people to write his speeches, right? He's and by like, the time you're 91, the, all those people are like, mm. well, he's he's not gonna notice, guys. We can just not work this month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Whatever. Yeah, he's not saying anything new, anyways. <laughs> so. So, um, what, what were you guys' favorite favorite moments this year? I was going to ask about music because we movies? we did oh. touch briefly on music. We've touched briefly on movies. I do want to touch on both of those things in deep ways. Deep ways. I so want to touch on deep. you in deep ways. <sighs> what was the best touch you felt this year? <laughs> um, I think that time that you touched my butt, Tom. Probably. I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. 
I think it was, uh, I don't know, the the touch screen on my phone. I, good. I started typing a, a, a list of groceries into my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted this. I don't know if you guys saw this. I started typing, uh, like I was like, going to make garlic bread. Um, and I, well, I made garlic bread and lasagna last night. And I was going to make garlic bread and I needed all the ingredients. So I was like, okay, I got to get some bread. Got to get some garlic. I started typing the word butter. And I noticed as soon as I got to butt, it was like the, the suggested words to autofill with were buttholes and butterflies. <laughs> you use those words more often than the word butter. Apparently. I guess that's my next e- oh, like that's my next EP that's though. Funny. Buttholes and butterflies. That's so <laughs> nice. good. When do you that use butterflies that's in a good. sentence? I don't know. That's... I feel like I never talk about butterflies, but I apparently I talk about them more than I talk about just butter. So. Maybe the, maybe iPhones just have a thing for butterflies. Who knows? <laughs> maybe iPhones just have a thing for buttholes. That could be true. So yeah. album of the year. Um. Personal I, choices, obviously, we can't we can't say I'm like be, I'm a definitive honest. thing. Um, I it's it's weird because this is an album that I have not listened to as much as other albums, but it's probably what I would consider consider one of the biggest ones. Uh, is the the new of Monsters and Men album? Yeah, yeah, it came out uh, this summer in like June or July or something. Uh, it's been long expected, right? Like they came out with their first album in 2012, I think, and they've just been touring the world. Okay. Their entire time. Right. That entire time. Is that gonna? Are they gonna hear that? Um, we'll, we'll, we'll edit the pop out. Post. Yeah, that'll right. be fine. Um, you didn't hear that. You don't know what we're talking no, about. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, it's just Julian uh, made like a loud popping <laughs> sound. <laughs> <laughs> he popped and locked, and it was yeah. so great. It was audible. You're oh, all yeah. popping noises. Uh, I guess I'm gonna. So of of monsters and men. It's got a. Cool. Aren't they from Sweet. like Iceland? Yeah, Are they're they? they're Icelandic. There's nice. this they've super a good sound. Yeah, they've yeah. they've totally evolved from their their first album, which was like very folksy. Mm. Um, but there's actually like I read something super interesting about Iceland, and is that Iceland has no folk music, really, in in the same way that like most countries would. Okay, so you mean so, you mean like native folk <clears throat> like music that came up naturally through like the folk, like they, or they, like they now don't, they don't have an American folk scene. No, no, they, they don't have music that is like traditionally Icelandic. Oh, okay. you know, like like in or or like they they they're lacking like a big Icelandic figure. I mean Bjork. Well, like that's that, that's one of the things. But like in, in the same way that the United uh, States could have like Bob Dylan or Bruce Springsteen, and and the UK has like the Beatles. They got know, that guy that plays the mountain. He's pretty big. Yeah, uh, but. So, <laughs> so I Iceland's been looking for like what is the like, um, the like quintessentially Icelandic song, mm. which is why there's all these like weird or like interesting uh, musical artists popping out of Iceland, like Janzi, like Sigurós, like Bjork, like of Monsters and Men, who are right. playing around with what is Iceland musically, and I think that's super cool. I think that that like right. Like hmm. plays plays really really well in their creativity, and I think yeah, I just really love the the of Monsters and Men album. That makes it's sense great. that like Icelandic artists are like, sort of searching for an identity because mm-hmm. it always seems like they're the really weird ones. Like they're yeah. they're trying yeah. to explore those spaces that no one else has gotten totally. to yet. Hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that they were Icelandic. I just assumed they were yeah. from like America or something. No. Mm. Cool. They're, yeah, they're um no, they're they're really cool and like live, they're incredible. Mm. I've yeah. seen them live twice now. I saw them once when they were at the the first CBC Music Fest. Nice. And I saw them at Oshiaga this summer, and both times they did not disappoint. I was talking to a uh, an Icelandic. There's there's actually last week I was recognized in the metro for like the first time in a very nice. long time. Sweet. Um, by these cool. two cool people from sort of the Montreal nerd fighting community. 
Oh, sweet. Um, and I would shout them out, but for the life of me, I can't pronounce the girl's name um, because she is Icelandic. <laughs> and I, she told me her name at first, and then I asked them like for their Facebook stuff, and they were like, we'll add you because you won't be able to nice. remember how to nice. spell yeah. her name. Um, and it's, it's like I-D-U-N-N, but there's a bunch of accents and inflections Even. on things. Eden? Eden. Eden? Even. Okay. Anyway, well. she was telling me that like in Iceland, because it's so small, it's really common to meet Icelandic celebrities just like <laughs> everywhere you go because yeah. there's just not that many people, right? right. So you're just walking um, down the street and, oh, hey, Bjork. Yeah, doing? but it's just like, and so it's a thing that like- Reykjavik you, you, has like 300,000 people. And then like outside of Reykjavik, there's maybe like 7,000 people. So like you oh. never go up to them At because most. just like like everybody knows them. Everybody <laughs> recognizes them. It's understood like, okay, this is going to be a nightmare yeah. for these people mm-hmm. if everybody say hi to them. But also- yeah. so, like there's there's an app that was created for Icelandic people, uh, like for people who are like out and dating, to to see if you're related because it's so small and like it's been so isolated for so long that everyone is cousins with everyone. So oh, you like, so I mean, okay, not actually everyone is cousins with everyone. I mean, but every, like in the grand like, scheme of things, everyone is cousins with everyone. Right, right. But Father but like, Abraham had many sons. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Oh, oh, Ah, uh, yeah. shout out Father so, Abraham, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout yeah. out to Father Abraham, man. Uh, for he had many easy. sons. So basically, it just traces your ancestry and the ancestry of the other person, and say like, "Nope, you're only like eleventh cousins. You're fine." Does it have like a? a <laughs> that makes me feel so much better. <laughs> does it? Does it have like a foghorn noise if you if you like research? Probably. Stop. Like you're actually stop first what cousins. you are doing now. No, I don't know. My oh, my dreams to go to Iceland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone wants to go there now because it's beautiful. Yeah, like this summer, that's where everybody was going. In in a month, I found out about like five or six people I knew who either had been there, were there right now, or were on their way. Well, now they have. They're, they're starting to have direct flights from Montreal to Reykjavik, right? Yeah, wow. yeah. yeah there's like, a really cheap too. Yeah. There's a Wow Airlines that does like a direct wow. flight. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Does a direct <laughs> flight. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like a round <laughs> trip for like 400 bucks. Yeah. That's really good. That's yeah. Really good. I'm going to Halifax Maybe not round in February and it's costing me 700. Oh. And does Halifax know, have volcanoes? It's going to be so cold. Uh, it's such a mistake. Cold and like super humid. Guess where I'm going next week. Where? The six. Oh, I'm going to Toronto. You going? You going to run through the six without me again? Again? <laughs> <laughs> All three of you, mother huggers. <laughs> <laughs> try, to, try to keep us PG. All three of you, mother huggers, ran through the six without me this year. I didn't. That's run. my lowest point yeah. of 2015. I don't think I ran. No, that's true. I ran to catch my flight. So yeah, didn't, I'm sorry. I I don't think I ran in in Toronto. Hmm. I ran in a hotel room. Because I didn't want to run in the streets. And like, you had to, right? You got to do the Snapchat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can I talk about my favorite album? Yeah, yeah go for it. do it. We've got you plugged in. So. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm going to go with the crazy mainstream. Well, yeah, crazy mainstream. Because I feel as if everyone is saying this is the best album of the year. Hopefully, right. it'll be uh, properly uh, recognized as such at the Grammys. Oh, yeah. Uh, to Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. Yes. Mm. Uh, I just liked all the tracks yeah. on it. Uh, there's one track I'm going to try to play right now. Which, which, as cool enough <laughs> as it is, you know, all right, man, oh, that's man. that's amazing, man. I just love all right. One thing that's been that's been cool about all right uh, is uh, with a lot of the protests that have been going down right. in the United States. They've kind of with Black Lives Matter. They've used all right as you know as like an anthem. Yeah, you know, like we this, gonna be all right. This has become like the yeah the the new Sweet. protest song. That's really awesome. Exactly right. Yeah. And 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 Kendrick Lamar uh, for years we've 
you know, hip hop heads, old and new, people have always just said, you know what, Kendrick Lamar is just this really talented individual. And when he dropped to Pimp a Butterfly, uh, I was really surprised that there was everyone was kind of divided over it. Not like Yeezus division where right. people were like, you know, Kanye West is the most polarizing artist. But there were some people <laughs> who listened to, to, to Pimp a Butterfly and they were looking for, you know, the older Kendrick Lamar sound where, you know, he was doing stuff like Mad City where he was going to give you bangers. Right. Right. And we're at a time period now where people are looking at Future and, and Drake and they're going to give, you, you know, those, you know, hot bars. They're going to, you know give you a lot of ignorant stuff right but right. kendrick gave this really i don't want to say politically charged but you know well, it is though well like, yeah no. there actually you know what there is there's mm-hmm. a lot of politically charged you know inspirational <clears throat> deep stuff yeah. yeah you know influential stuff you know if you want to be conscious you want to listen to good stuff and and i mean as much as, we, as much as i love future we need we needed this yeah. album. We this album, like, butterfly. Yeah. yeah, like there's. It's also just a really fun album. Absolutely. Like musically, it's so much fun. Every yeah. song is like different and like nothing I'd heard before, and like it's kind of jazzy in some spots. And I'm like, this is really good. Yeah, <laughs> and like that's that's We're, the cool thing is that in a lot of ways, it's also still really experimenting with like what can you do with hip hop. Yeah. Like Absolutely. That's a, we're that, in a really good era of of music right now. Yeah. Like there's there's I a lot of really too. cool like gen, uh, uh, genre bending. It's happening where like, yeah. like you know, you, you'll hear some pop songs and you're like, that's that's kind of pop. Like there's also a little bit of this and right. a little bit of other stuff. And then you'll have hip hop where you're like, is this like like what I heard from Kendrick Lamar? is like this. This I guess this is hip hop, but like, there's just a lot of gender gender. Wow. gender yeah, <laughs> a lot of gender bending. Right. In <laughs> what was your favorite Freudian slip of 2015? Uh, uh, the time genre. you gave me the Freudian slip. Check uh, the genre video. bender. Check the video for all right if you haven't yeah, already. Sure. It's probably gonna yeah, go down as like one of the better videos yeah. of this year. But there's actually. also like there's a lot of EDM that's been coming out. That's not just like beats where like, right. there's, it's actually smart and it's actually really really well mm. really well composed like uh, i don't have this on my phone so i can't play it but like do you know alice in wonderland i'm mm. familiar with the lewis carroll story no, alice yeah. and and the wonderland. disney movie that wasn't as good alice in true wonderland Ellison. anyway she's she's uh if, if you don't if you don't know her check her out she does some really really cool stuff there's also like other bands like churches and uh churches is cool churches is Ch- so great churches yeah that, yeah they also the they v. also dropped an album Ch- yeah. Churches, yeah. Churches did drop do you know do you know why they chose to write their name with a v instead of a u I don't well, know, it's, it's, it's like i claudius or yeah, I like, like, like no. back in the day no actually it was uh it was like because they they're maybe like a three-year-old band okay but um it was so that when their parents google them they'll come up Oh. Right, right. Churches, That's smart. Yeah. Like, you know, they're not going to come up as much as. That's true. Yeah. If you Google churches, it's like uh, I was trying to. I, I had this problem earlier this year. I was. I don't know if I told this story already. I was trying to make a Tinder account that was a box of Tinder just to mess with people. Um, <laughs> like you know, like a Tinder box. Just a little yeah, like, box. Used to have right? like the where the term comes from. But for the life of me, I couldn't find a Tinder box on Google search <laughs> because all that came up were like pictures of tinder and like before i even got <laughs> like like tinder like the tinder photographs and before i even oh, found an actual funny. tinder box there was a pair of like tinder boxers that was the first thing that came up that was even like remotely related wow it was like but like oh, as, that's i feel like as more and more like brands are created that just take words like that because that seems to be the thing now you just mm. take a word and you make it your brand like apple yeah. tinder whatever like eventually it's just gonna be really hard to google a lot of standard words I don't yeah. know. Anyone yeah. have any hilarious Tinder stories for 2015? Uh, yeah. Not really. I don't. I only spent like 36 hours on it. Yeah. Did you ever, <laughs> where I'm at. Did you ever I, message that girl in the fox costume or whatever? What? 
you Girl you told the story. Awesome. I think it was, this was on Sam's Tinder. You were oh, telling, it might have been on Sam's yeah, Tinder. Yeah, was, you you were just scrolling through and like seeing multiple people in fox masks. And yeah, no, that was on his. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think anything ever came of that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, do you want to hear my favorite album of 2015? Did you play yours? What? No, no, he just played us a clip of The Weeknd. No, I played the clip of The Weeknd, which I like. I think The Weeknd might be my number two, because to be honest, these are the only two albums I've bought this year. Mm. Um, but The Weeknd I found, like, I, I absolutely loved about half of it, and then the other half of it felt like filler, which always kind of yeah. annoys me. Like, a lot of it was, like, it was, it was talented. Like, he's super talented, but, you know, it was just like 808s and a bass line and then The Weeknd singing. It was like, this isn't, you know, yeah. musically, it's not very interesting. Pretty much right? after, what after often, it's, it's, it's pretty much done, I think. Mm-hmm. There's like only like four or five songs on that, on that album I yeah. really enjoy. The final, like the final track, Angel, I, I really enjoy that track, but, okay. uh, yeah. But no, what, my favorite what album. Is, what is 808s? 808s, it's this old, like, uh, drum machine. Yeah. It's like, like a set of, a set of sounds that's very distinctive. Oh, okay. Kanye sounds- made that, like, I mean, not made 808s, but there was like a period like no one knew what they were and then he dropped this album called 808s and heartbreak and everyone's like oh yeah 808s yeah uh, i see they 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 can be done well often they annoy me but uh fair enough often anyways um <laughs> uh, my my album of the year pick is uh, perfect animal by the becca stevens band um because this is a this is a group that i've been following for a long time and i i actually supported her indiegogo campaign and she still has nice. to send me a record, but heck, I haven't sent people half the Indiegogo yeah. stuff. Oh, so man. sorry about that, guys. Um, but yeah, I really like her because she's she's like very she's very jazz trained, and she's very mm. she understands instruments really well, and she plays like the ukulele and the band or the 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 Durango and the guitar, like in all sorts of weird. What's a Durango? It's a movie with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but she also she also has a really good sense of what works in like pop. So it's like a, I don't know. It's, I right. think it's an album that works for a lot of people. I'm just playing a clip. Yeah. Django and Chain oh, wasn't 2015. I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's very loud. Sorry. Sorry for your eardrum. Huh. I. What was the album she had that had uh, that song on it that we used to do all the time? Oh yeah, yeah I, don't, I, I liked that more. Uh, yeah. Yeah. See, I I don't know. I'm a sucker <laughs> like, for like, that was a really vaguely <laughs> punkish. Yeah. Island. It was called Weightless. That album. Weightless. But Weightless I, was better. I th- I'm I'm a I'm a fan of production, and so when mm. she sort of stepped out of being because she's got this weird band that's her and a bassist and an accordionist and right. like a guy playing the. Whoa, the that sounds fun. Jambe or no the 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 uh, what is it? The Django, the Cajon. Unchained. Yeah, the Django. Um, <laughs> and sort of when she stepped out of that and decided that she was actually going to like produce a proper album, I was really psyched. And I think mm. I like to me it worked out really well. Yeah, um, but yeah, right. you know, different strokes. Yeah. No, I mean, I I really liked like her old sound, just like the super like acousticy like, mm. lots of harmonies and stuff. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So uh, cool. sweet. Retrospective. I haven't Boom. done mine yet. Oh, right. true. Damn. Tom, Tom wants to talk about a thing. Oh yeah, Tom. Uh, how's that uh, album of the year post coming along? Yeah, that you were supposed to write for my blog. I'm really <laughs> sorry about that. No, <laughs> you can feel free day. to put me on blast here. <laughs> you could just post this podcast as like on the blog. This is Tom's. Uh, you know, yeah, big for album of the year. Just listen to all one hour of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you'll yeah. find. It. Can we post like a clip or something? I don't know. We could probably do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I had trouble. Julian was like, "Hey, can you do a post for?" my uh my blog and i was gonna do it and then i ran out of time because uh, the intern.wordpress.com by the way is my blog 
Shout because, out one time. Because the intern? Because the intern. Okay. Um, and so he was like, yeah, like, uh, you know, just pick your favorite album of the year and write like 200 words about it. And I was like, oh, easy peasy. And then I was like, oh, shit, uh, favorite album of the year. Uh, and then I was like, is it cool if it's a soundtrack to something? And he was like, no, nah, not really. <laughs> so I was like, okay. oh, shit. Because the only, like, I think album of the year for me in terms of non-soundtrack would probably be, if you're reading this, uh, like the Drake mixtape from like February or right. whatever. Uh, because that kind of changed the way that I feel about hip hop. Like mm. I never really listened to hip hop until that album and that came out. And I think the Kendrick album came out like a little bit before that. Yeah. I, yeah, I think a little before you, yeah. like maybe a couple weeks or something. And my roommate had been playing that a lot and I was like, Oh, this is really good. And then the Drake album came out and I was like, I'm going to give this a shot. And I really liked it. Yeah. And but- so I kind of credit that album with like making me like hip hop. Because then I ended up, you know, getting a bunch of other albums afterward and really enjoying it. Um, but then this album came out that is hip hop, which I've been on a kick with since February, basically, uh, while also being musical theater. <laughs> and I was like, there's no way that this won't be my album of the year. It's the perfect combination for Tommy Z. So shout much. out shout out to Hamilton for being one of the best things that has ever come to be. That's hip hop. Yeah. It's like, oh man, it's just everything I've ever wanted. It tickles the history nerd in me. It tickles the musical theater nerd in me. And it's just so good. Mm, yeah. So Tom has been trying to get me to listen to this album for about uh, Okay, wait. I'm, I, I'm, I think I missed something. What is What album is this? It's Hamilton. Yeah. By it's, whom? Uh, it's by Lin-Manuel Miranda, who is like a musical theater writer okay. and composer. Um <laughs> Basically, it's a hip hop okay, musical yeah, I know. Yeah. about the life oh, and times of Alexander yeah, 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 Hamilton. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I heard about that. He was on Fallon. Yeah, recently. yeah, I think so. Yeah, like that's sort of been the musical that's been receiving all of the press. Yeah, he he actually yeah. co-wrote a uh, with JJ Abrams Cantina scene. The Cantina, yeah. the Cantina song in Star Wars. Oh snap! Was it a good Cantina song? Yeah, it's it is it's less like prominent than it was in in the old Star Wars, where it's like there's a whole scene where it's just like, hey, look at the music right. in this canteen. Yeah, yeah, that one. Whereas now it's now it's just kind of like they they walk in and there's music playing and there's a like the camera moves around and you see everybody doing stuff and that right. wasn't the, you know that that's not the cantina music, was it? Yeah, it is. See, that's a completely different thing from what you did a second ago. Then. No, but it's a different part of it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a long scene, okay, man? It's like, yeah. wait a second. Down. Do, do yeah, you guys know what that style of music is called within the Star Wars universe? What's it called? Jizz. No. Yes. No. <laughs> Legitimately. Isn't there like, aren't there like people, the peop- aren't the people who play them called like Jizz Whalers or Jizz something? Jizz Whalers, yeah. <laughs> no, they're the Bilfs. The Bilfs. The Cantina I don't know. band. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Maybe that slang wasn't around in the seventies when they made this stuff up, or maybe George Lucas is just George Lucas and is oblivious to most things. Oh my goodness! Well, <laughs> now we need to change what that's called and start calling that Jar Jar. <laughs> I think it's only appropriate. By the way, uh, I got this gay Jar Jar band up next. By the way, oh no, I meant, God, uh, I meant oh, just. Cheer. Thank God Jar Jar wasn't in the new Star Wars. Hey, he spoilers! Wasn't? I still don't know that he's not Kylo Ren. I still don't know that he's. <laughs> I still don't know that he's not General Snoke, which was like a legitimate theory or whatever. I'm pretty sure that Jar Jar Supreme, is just John Supreme Boyega yeah. in a costume. <laughs> By the way, uh, I was I was so curious as to how John Boyega, who's British, was able to 
put on American accent. Well, British people are Daisy really Ridley. good at. Putting oh, I know, on but it's just that American Daisy Ridley accents. is also there, and I think she's British as well. Yeah. It's like, no, you just keep your accent. No, you're good. But but just, like, they're... hold on. There's a guy named John Boyega. John Boyega. Yeah, <laughs> he plays uh, Finn in he the new Star Finn. Wars. Yes, he's like okay. He was he's good. the he's the yeah. black guy in the stormtrooper costume. Oh, but it's not yeah. John Boy. No, <laughs> no, John no. Boy is uh, it's John Arbuckle's brother in the Garfield comics. No, it's John. Boyega. Oh, that makes more yes. sense. Yeah. yeah. John Boyega. Yeah, John Boy. Yeah. No, I, I want to take a minute to talk about Star Wars because yeah. spoiler was, free though. Yeah, it yeah. was For the sake good. of us. Spoiler free season. It was really, really good. Tom is tickling my elbows, which is I think is the the newest uh craze <sighs> Christmas gift, tickle me elbow, but I don't know why. Don't I thought you, you were gonna say it's your favorite touch do of don't touch my elbow. Don't you dare. Don't no. Stop it. No. Stop do it. No! Do it. Do it. <laughs> I'll say this much though. Uh, I am not a Star Wars person, but I, I, along with you, Simon, have watched the new Star Wars movie twice. But I feel as if if I had watched the first or second Star Wars movie, I probably would have nitpicked. uh, Oh, this part in Star Wars looks a lot like what they did in A New Hope. Oh yeah, Yeah. they totally ripped off all that. Well, ripped mm -hmm. off. I mean, not ripped off. But J.J. J.J. Abrams made it like really. Like very similar to uh, to a New Hope, like in yeah, a lot of right. ways, like in the plot and in e- even a, a lot in the cinematography. <laughs> um, but I think, like I was, I was thinking about that the other day, thinking about like why, like it's it's a very safe movie, you know, like yeah. like Star Wars is super important in in terms of like science fiction because it is like at at the time uh, science space, fiction space fantasy. Let's let's call it space fantasy, space opera. Okay, yeah. I know that I know that like you and I have had this conversation. Yes, we have. I'm gonna you, encompass space fantasy with science you fiction. You consider science fiction to be anything that occurs in space. No. So anyway, science fiction in general, because now now there's a difference. At the time there wasn't. But so science fiction at the time was like I don't know if you guys have ever seen Buck Rogers. Oh um, yeah, in the twenty first and a half century. <laughs> like no, that's Duck Dodgers. I'm sorry. Yeah, but like like Duck Dodgers was I mean, based off of Buck, Buck Rogers, Rogers yeah. which okay. was like like there there was no sci fi at the time that didn't have a lot of spandex. I right? I guess yeah. I mean that's that's kind of all it was. There was a possibility of there being one. Have you ever heard of Yodorovsky's Dune? Nope. Yeah. So th- yeah. So this this Russian director Yodorovsky had this like, but he was brilliant- based off of a novel. Well, yeah, but I mean, there's no still, spandex yeah. in novels. There was no spandex in the novel either. Anyways, in in the end, Yodorovsky couldn't do his epic masterpiece that was going to be like sort of what Star Wars ended up being. Yeah, and we ended up having the horrible '80s Dune, where pretty much everyone was in spandex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so like like Star Wars basically changed what science fiction was. Like science fiction looks the way it does now because Star Wars looked like what it did. And it, it was like it was very risk taking in terms of its writing and in terms of its cinematography. Uh, but then this one kind of isn't, you know, well, it's, and, and it totally makes sense because the, the, the prequels were terrible. Well, they, yeah. Right. And so like if if the original director can't even direct like a, a, a another movie, another Star Wars could just another director. So it makes sense that they made it safe and. They set it up like they the, the way it's built. I'm again spoiler free. The way it's built that they're setting up for a whole new like set of how things are. Yeah, and and this is all going to like I at the end of the first time I saw it, I was a little frustrated at the lack of exposition. Like I was I was like, but how did this? And who is? And why is he? You know, like there's just all these questions that I, that they never really explained. And this is probably just things that they're gonna expand on in the later sequel. on in, yeah. in in the sequels but like it's as a as a setup it's incredible 
it's really, really good. And JJ Abrams did an incredible job. And I think that like now, now that they've seen how big a success it is, like I think he's going to be given really good creative freedom because like he's done a lot of great things in the past, right? He like, he did lost, which was fringe. Like lost was great, but then like it didn't end well. Right. Because I think, didn't he like mm. move on? Wasn't JJ Abrams like no longer involved in the end of it? I don't know, but that didn't happen in 2015. So yeah. anyway, Can, no without talking. without spoiling it, uh, it, how did you feel about the uh, the last scene of uh, the movie? Because I know a few people were saying that oh, they shouldn't have did what they did. They should have moved that to start the second movie. There's no, no point I for think, that. There was a they totally disrupted a natural place for the film to end. I think it. No, I think it was a. I think it was a perfect place for it to end. I think it went on. 11 seconds longer than it should have. 11 seconds? Yeah. What, specifically 11 seconds? No, I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think it was a little longer than it should have been. I think that, yeah, it could have ended a, a little earlier and it would have been really good. I feel like it, that scene got a little milked. A little over Speaking of milk. What is happening? <laughs> Sorry, I was just a... But I think I'm going to disagree with you on Star Wars having groundbreaking writing in the 70s because I think the whole point of it was that it was not supposed to. Like, like the no, no, I, no, no, no. I, not Star groundbreaking Wars, it writing. Was, it was supposed to be the classic, like, hero's journey. Like, the story is. that everybody tells all the time but set in this un- new universe. And I think it right, did that very was... well. So, like in a, in in a way, Star Wars, even Star Wars in nineteen seventy seven, was like the safest story you could tell. It was the story that you knew was going to work because it had worked for like ever since Gilead. Well, it's the hero's you know? journey. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. But like, it's like sure, it's the hero's journey. But like everything else is either the hero's journey or right, like, like you, me, and Dupree, you, me, and Dupree, <laughs> or grown ups too. <laughs> um, but like, I, I think like the, like it was it was the first real science fiction movie that like you can re like of that era that you can really take seriously. Yeah. That you like, you can look at it and go like, this is like, this is not a joke. You know, you, you like you, you look at it and if <coughs> I think like oh, in terms of the, <coughs> in terms of the cinematography, it's definitely not aged very well. But if you were to look at the, like the style visually, yeah. you know, like the visual elements of oh, it of course. are like groundbreaking. That's the groundbreaking part. And then, like, similarly in The Phantom Menace, despite it being a terrible movie, was also very, like, experimental in its storytelling and was very experimental. And, like, it was the first movie to ever have a fully CGI character. Was it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> was that Jum Jum? Yep. Yeah. Wait, are you sa- are you saying that episode one was Yumi and Dupree? Because that kind of fits. Bink, bink, jars. No, I was just saying that Jar Jar is every, movie is, every movie no. is either the hero's journey or a delightful Owen Wilson rom-com. I mean, but if you just CG Owen Wilson and give him a though. racist fish accent, then isn't he Jar Jar Binks? No, no. I in I I learned I learned this that there are only two stories. There's the hero's journey and a stranger comes to town. Mm, what about um, that one where the hero ends up being the antihero and then have has a long, you know, six season epic of network or cable television along to the pa- the path to redemption. That's but a also, what 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 it's are you talking about? It's a journey to redemption. Lots, what are, what are, are you talking about? Community? No, no, I'm talking about like Breaking Bad or like The Walking Dead or like Parks uh, and Recreation, The Sopranos, <laughs> or you know all the Mad Men, just all those ones with the dark, brooding male anti. Yo, didn't Where Parks and Rec get canceled this year? Well, well it, it, it ended. Yeah, what well, ended? Did it, oh, it did end this year. Yeah. Did it end this year? Even yeah, okay, yeah. this year. Yeah. What was your saddest Whoa. thing that ended in 2015? Ah. Uh, my innocence 
hot you, topics, man. That ended like yeah, years. that too. That was that a ended. that was a loss. That ended. I, I mean, I mean, I couldn't really keep up with it anymore. But I have to admit, it was kind of sad having to split, not yeah, to get yeah. all sappy and nostalgic over it. It's that okay though. Show. We we split off in order to to work on bigger things. I think exactly, man. But I just have to say again, <clears throat> try not to be sappy here. But I'm very thankful for the opportunity you gave me to. I, I miss to co-host the show with yeah, you and. I miss and having Dan you here and, every week. And Dan, and and I'm trying to remember everyone else who's. I was on show. it sometimes. I was on it. So I, I was on it more than Tim. No, you yeah, weren't. Yeah, I, I, had, yeah. I, was on, I was on an episode, I think, with you, Simon, actually. I was on it twice. Uh, Tim was too. on it. Billy F. Lachef was on an episode. Yeah, Billy uh, F. We had, we had, we had little Will. Yeah, yeah, yeah little Will. Will. No, little Will, who's, who's like. So tall. Seven two. Yeah. So if you guys want to look up this yeah. show, go to youtube.com and type in hot topics and then probably type in Tom's Alatni as well. Because mm-hmm. hot topics you can get some weird stuff with. If it wasn't for nonsense. if it wasn't for this show, would we have known how big a gorilla nipple was? It's, probably not. Oh, Are they the size yeah. of pepperonis? They're pretty big. Pretty big. <laughs> pretty big. They're pretty yeah. big. Yeah. Shout out to Matthew uh, Fishman. Matt AKA Fishman. Swishman. Shout out Swishman. to Gorillas for having uh, big nipples. Shout out to Pepperoni for making this, pizzas this just episode, tasty. This episode of Up for Discussion brought to you by Gorilla Nipples. Gorilla Nipples, making pizza tasty since 1705. I want pizza now. Yeah. I want pizza now. Gorilla pizza? I want Gorilla Nipples I on my pizza. I want pizza. Uh, Tom, what was your saddest thing that ended in 2015? I don't know. 2015. So 2015 was just not mostly not a good year for me till like September. And then from then on, it's been a great year. So Hmm. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm with Julian. Like it was it was sad ending Hot Topics, but also felt like it needed to happen. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. What, about, what about you guys, your saddest moments? You got one? I'm still thinking. I'm still thinking. I mean, like, I don't know if it's an if it's an end and end, but like I had a I had a pretty big breakup. Right. Uh, but then you got back and, together. Yeah, but now we're back together. And so, so that that's was not a thing that ended in twenty fifteen. Well, it did end and then unended. Yeah. That it ended kinda, and then started again. I'm actually thinking about it now. I also had a breakup this year too. And I still think Hot Topics was sadder. Yeah. Well, that's a- <laughs> I'm, honestly, I'm with you. I had a breakup in like late July. Yeah. And it was pretty shitty, but like. Yeah. Uh- yeah, that, yeah. Like mine with the girls, like it wasn't, it was like pretty bad, but like not as bad as like, you know, a whole show where you, yeah. you put a lot of your energy in yeah. and, and put out to the world every week. Oh man. Game of Thrones. Game I'm, of not, I'm not a God person. I'm yeah, not but Game, Game of Thrones, of Thrones ends every year. It's true. And then it comes back. And it was sad. I was sad when it ended. Well, yeah, yeah. but I mean, it's not like Parks and Rec. I mean, ending. some specific, that ended. Some specific oh, lives ended, so that maybe Pardon that me? counts. Some, some specific, specific like, lives ended on Parks and Rec as well this year. Oh yeah, yeah. One of the executive producers, Harris Whittles, passed away oh, earlier this year. Oh yeah, he was like hilarious, but Is, had Aziz drug problems and, and stuff. Aziz and Zari wrote a tribute to. Yeah, him. well, also, they were they were like best buds. Yeah. yeah. Also, Ron Swanson's barber. Really. Sal. Did he, did he yeah. die in show no, or in yeah. in IRL? Yeah, there's a, there's there's an episode about Ron Swanson in season seven about Ron Swanson's barber dying. Guys, Lemmy Kilmeister died like yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I heard that the, the Motorhead guy. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty bad. Cool. Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. yeah. All these shit, people right? named Alan L- Toussaint. Okay, that doesn't follow the pattern though. Well, yeah, true. Lenny Kilmeister, Leonard, Leonard Nimoy. There's a thing going. Lenny yeah. Bruce. Dirty. Probably died sometime. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz uh, still alive, uh, but we saw uh, his junk. I just whoa, I got so oh, I just got whoa. so. Wait, who's so oh, goes you're in it. So that's where your innocence. Hold on, was lost, Tom. Right? Where, where, who's we? Because you haven't seen any <laughs> movies of 2015. So 
Um, I just got so excited. Let it go on record. I just got so excited Lenny about Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz's junk Lenny that junk. I hit Julian's microphone. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was giving a concert and he was just rocking out so hard that his pants split and his like his junk just fell out. That's fine. And he was yeah. just on stage like, oh, oops. Yeah, Oops, I guess we're finish this song. Yeah, surprised that didn't happen during his. Uh, he did those those commercials for Rock Band, that video game with uh, James Franco. Atari with James Franco. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, maybe it did. You don't know what got cut. That, that's very true. Yeah. Also, James Franco just uh, James Franco is like the gayest straight man in Hollywood. Like he's just constantly involved in like really weirdly like homoerotic situations and he's been in so many movies and stuff where he's like actually like having gay sex with dudes sorry who's this james franco <laughs> mr franco hell? like he did that ginsburg movie that's just about like him into having gay sex with wild people. or something yeah no, is it uh, on the road or into something? the woods into the woods <laughs> into, into something into he went into something yeah well he definitely went series. into like yeah, yeah. <laughs> he went into, into some something. things let's yeah. just put it that way yeah, yeah. um oh, one of my favorite have, to... have, yeah do you have a sad moment Oh, sad moments. I don't know. I had a breakup too, but like, I mean, I was okay. Kind of did okay everyone here break up with somebody this year? I think we've yeah. already established that. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you know, that's out there. This is a good year for not being in relationships. Yeah. Woot woot. Um, I had sort of like a roommate breakup that was really awful, mm. but uh, yeah, gonna avoid that topic perhaps. Yeah. Oh. Um, I don't know. One of my my best celebrity moment, I think, was that time that Shia LaBeouf just watched all his own movies. Oh. That was great. <laughs> like I didn't even uh, I I didn't even watch that at all, but just I just loved how my Facebook feed for the entire day was nothing but pictures of Shia LaBeouf's face. Yeah. With people freaking out about this. And just like I don't think they were watching it either. They just found it so perplexing that this mm-hmm. was happening. Yeah, totally. <laughs> he's a he's a weird one. He's, he's a weird guy. guy. I like him. Good he's chat. smart. Yeah. So we have time for one more best thing. What yeah. about like since we did sad? Why not do like the best thing? Yeah. The okay. Yeah. Thing. What, I, what was I, a personal moment of joy for you this uh, year? Be, the best. The best thing. Well, I mean, I I don't know if this is personal best. Make it count. <laughs> but Justin Trudeau. Yeah. I'm I'm really really impressed with Justin Trudeau. I think it is, I think it is one of the best things that's happened to Canada this year. One of one of the best things for sure. Like I. I will I'll, like I'll I'll say it. I didn't vote for him, not because I didn't believe in him, but because I believed a little more in uh, beard guys in NDP. Yeah, <clears throat> and like, and I I am happy that I voted for the NDP because they do have more representation, and that's cool. And I think they're a good they're a good party. But I think that like like he really got shit done. You know, mm-hmm. he like Trudeau did. Yep. He like Trudes. Yeah, and he's doing good things and really really good things, and he got them done really quickly. Sweet. Yeah, I think he, you know, give him a shot. I feel like it's still, it's still slightly early, but he's made a good start, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like every every couple of days, I like check the trudometer and I see, uh, <laughs> I, I see like what what he's done, and he's doing he's doing well, he's doing good. Yeah, sweet, he's doing lots of good. It's Trudeau. And then I'll now now I'll start <laughs> thinking about a personal thing. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Segways. T bone personal thing. Personal things. I just answered last. You go first. Okay. Uh, best personal thing. I. So my depression has not been bothering me since like September. That's pretty great. That's like a great thing. Um, I kind of told myself going into September that like, no, screw it. September is going to be a good month because August wasn't. And uh, then September was a good month. And uh, yeah, things have just been really good since. So yeah. Cool. That's awesome, man. That's dope. Uh, 2015, it's kind of hard for me to... To, to just pinpoint one thing about 2015. Because, yeah, you've had a good year. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty nice, man. Uh, yeah, so it's really hard for me to pick one. I guess if I could pick one thing, 
Uh, this is probably the day when I went to Toronto for a day and visited Sportsnet and, and just got to take in that whole vibe there because right. pretty much, uh, you know, I want to get into sports journalism. I want, you know, a nice, like, cushy TV job and, and you know, all these great, beautiful things Wear that come suits. with. Yeah, wearing dope suits all the time. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. That's what I want. Yeah. But pretty much that day was literally just like, all right, Julian, this is what you want. Here's a taste of what you want. And if you work so hard and you work your butt off, you can get this. So That's like, cool, this was literally just like, all right, I got my taste of what I wanted and now I ha- I know what I really want to strive for. So mm-hmm. that's probably like the, the, the high point. Nice. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. I think when you, when you initially asked me, I was going to say something similar. Like I, I think I, one of my high points was definitely like the, the CBC Canada's smartest person experience. We have yeah. a smart like, person here. Yeah. Like not, not even so much for, like the show was super fun and the, the tasks were super fun and stuff. And it was cool to like, you know, just like see how a TV show was made. Cause like, you know, right. being one man in his yeah. like, room with a $300 camera, it's like, Oh, that's what real shooting a TV show looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, but mo- more than that, I think was the people that I met there. Cause now, you know, like all those people are like my good friends. Right. And I just have these yeah. like rad smart people. And I think, I don't know how they picked them, but they picked like, Something about their selecting process, they didn't just pick smart people. They picked, like, just, like, genuinely great smart people. Right. You know, like, there are, there are smart jerks, I'm sure. Yeah. The world must be full of smart jerks because a lot of shitty stuff happens due to Definitely. people being really clever for themselves. Yeah. I bet Elon Musk has kicked a dog or two in his time. Oh, Elon, oh, Elon, Elon, Musk, is, Elon Musk is a horrible person to How do we make wives. this sustainable? Uh, um, <laughs> But uh, but like those people, those he's, a, people he's a great well, philanthropist, but he's not a great like person. No, not not right. particularly. He's kind of a jerk. Um, but uh, I'm glad Desiree isn't here. She really annoyed at me. <laughs> no, I feel um, I feel like Desiree Desiree owns up. Yeah, she that. knows that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those people, like those people, were the highlight of that experience. But I think the highlight of my year has been like watching my niece grow up because mm. like she yeah. started the year as a two month old where she was just this like wrinkly ball of crying mess <laughs> yep where, like all the only so way Tom. she could express herself <laughs> it's true <laughs> yeah. i made a similar change yeah you made a similar change and then you can walk now and you can and talk, then like throughout the year of. you slowly became like this real person you yeah. know yeah and like i slowly got to figure out that yeah you're not just this weeping sack of tears that feeds off the world yeah but like you have you know you you have a personality you have yeah. uh, i am better at walking than her though yeah you are <laughs> i've got that going <laughs> you are. not she's, for long though she's, she's still working on that <laughs> come at me bro <laughs> and i'll you're, have a walking contest yeah. with your niece any day yeah. <laughs> my, my number one favorite moment was like her first smile for, mm, at me aw. just because like she gave it was like she had never smiled before and then she gave me this ridiculous like sneaky side eye of like hey what's going on <laughs> it's like out of the blue um yeah she has a killer smile cool. she does yeah yeah that's cool nice. yeah. yeah i'd say that one of my best moments i think was uh this i know this is gonna sound weird but i think that like a lot of really good stuff happened to me this summer mm-hmm. when i was when i was single and i think that it was really a time for me to like exploit and really use the space that i that i'm in right like i, I think <clears throat> Without without getting too much into detail, I really needed space for myself, and then yeah. I got it. And then I went to L.A. for a week uh, with uh, to see my cousin get married, and I met her fiance now husband, and I saw some family. And it was just such a cool week. Like every day, we were doing like three, four things all around L.A. And I went to, you know, went to like the Griffith Observatory, which was super cool. And like I went swimming, and I did a bunch of hikes, and it was just it was really fun. 
And I think that's yeah, that's probably one of the one of the highlights of my of of 2015. Self exploration. Yeah. Some, some of my highlights of the year were self exploration too, yeah. but in a different capacity. Yeah, Ooh. and I feel like naughty. <laughs> I feel like ever since this summer, I'm just a lot more at ease. Mm-hmm. I'm less like I'm a lot less stressed, and I'm more. I don't know. Like like whenever I'm somewhere, I'm more there than I really have ever been. Right. There's like a presentness. Totally. Yeah. A presence. There has been yeah. an awakening. Have you felt it? I have. That's, wow. I was just talking about that. What what what, what please, is this a reference to? Star Wars. G- Game of Thrones. Sturmwams. Uh, mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was good to hear that. I mean, even though some of us may have gone through some struggles in the 2015 year, it looks as if you know. We gonna be all right, as Kendrick says. Yeah, we gonna yeah. be all right, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah, right. yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, should cool. we? Uh, this is good. Well, happy, uh, happy end of the year, everybody. Yeah. All those of us here at the uh, the the Upfers discussioning. If you uh, <laughs> if you like this show, please rate and review it on the iTunes mm-hmm. or support us at patreoncom slash discussion. Um, you can follow us at at Tom Zalatni at Know the Other Simon. At Acapella Science, at Julian the intern. Julian the intern. Um, I was just gonna play that on the, the yeah. this thing if you want. Like, I mean, okay. You well, I guess our thing. But oh, there's conflicting things okay. happening here. We'll do Music. Play along with it. I'm confused. Yeah, Julian. Thanks again for coming. Hey, uh, no problem, man. I, I'm, I'm glad I was able to be on this podcast with you guys. I loved you and I missed you. Miss you too, dude. Yeah, it's good. To, it's good to actually meet you finally. Yeah, finally. Like we, we, like I had done all this stuff with Tom, and and I had never actually got to meet the Tim Blight. Yeah, well, and I had never gotten to meet Julian the intern. So that's that's probably you know what's funny. I have friends who are all like, "Yo, man, you're just gonna be known as like the intern for life. Like you're just right. gonna give birth to interns, intern kids." So I guess I better get used to everyone calling me Julian the intern. Yeah. It's okay. And You're Simon, right. dude, yeah. good to see you again. Hey. Good to see you too. Yeah, yeah. It's been fun. Let's yeah. raise a cup to the raise, revolution. Uh, let's take Revolution. a cup of kindness yet Do for old Lang Syne. The people sing, singing the song of angry men. It is the music of a people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. Thanks for the anti-slavery anthem, I guess. Yeah!